Are you tired of waking up with a dry mouth, feeling sluggish? I was too, until I discovered the power of mouth taping. I read a book called Breathe and it opened my eyes to how I could get a better sleep. So I started taping my mouth and the results were astounding. Not only did I wake up feeling refreshed, but the data on my whoop suggested I was getting more REM and more deep sleep, which led to me feeling better every morning. But I wanted a better solution, not just sticky tape, something that was effective and comfortable. That is why I co-founded Recoverite with a few friends. We are dedicated to helping Australians get fast and easy access to mouth tape and nose tape so you can breathe better, sleep better and recover right. Use the discount code TMTCP for 10% off at the checkout. Sleep better with recover right. You're listening to The Man That Can Project with Lockie Stewart, a global movement created to empower men and open up what's really going through their minds by having real and raw conversations about life's unique challenges, and our individual ways of processing it all. Welcome to the Man That Can Project. Welcome back to another episode of the Man That Can Project podcast. I'm your host, Lockie Stewart. And on today's episode, I'm going to be having a chinwag about how insecurities can cost you your relationship. It's something that I have experienced personally. And as we, you know, whenever we welcome new men into our community, one of the questions that I ask the guys is what brought them to the group? And one of the common themes that I've noticed, because I record all of the stuff to sort of really pick up on trends, is the insecurities and the negative impacts that they're having on relationships and on, on the individual's relationships itself. So I thought, you know, in today's episode, I would share my own experience with it, share what it felt like, um, some warning signs so that hopefully you guys who maybe haven't been through it before, you can keep an eye out because once again, nobody is um, shielded from everything. You know, there might come some point in your life where you do feel jealousy, you do experience low self-esteem and it has a negative uh, impact within your relationship and you know that's what I would sort of drive into insecure behavior but before we do um, you know I, I just want to take a moment to really uh, appreciate all of you guys who do take the time to listen it means a lot that you support the show and uh, find value in, in what I have to share but also the incredible guests that we have on you know from experts to just blokes who come through our programs to share their stories and what they've learned because I find it very inspiring and empowering and I love learning and I love that you guys are on this journey uh, as men of value with all, all the members of the Man That Can Projects community. So if you aren't a member of the uh, free Facebook group, make sure you uh, search the Man That Can Project on Facebook and you can jump in that uh, free Facebook group there and I look forward to connecting with you guys there. Ultimately, uh, you know, it's always good to put a face to their name and find out more about you guys and what you're looking to achieve. But let's dive into it. Obviously, the insecurities can ruin relationships. I've experienced it firsthand. Now, for a very, very long time, I was in denial about this. And I think uh, looking back, I may have been in denial because I didn't want to accept it about myself. I didn't want to accept that I was a jealous person because of the perception I had around jealous people. I like to consider myself strong and confident in myself, but I knew that jealous people were insecure. I knew that jealous people weren't confident. 
in in that specific area, right? And let's talk about the relationships. And I didn't want to identify and I sorry identify with that. I really had, I guess, an external perception of myself as being strong, as being a go getter, so that when something within a relationship got me down, I didn't want to be able to accept and acknowledge that. And obviously when we don't accept and acknowledge things, gents, we can't improve upon it. We can't grow through it, which is why I believe there are so many men uh, struggling and their insecurities are getting the better of them. And for some of us, we do get a second chance, right? We do get the opportunity, you know, where an insecurity might put us in a poor position, right? I'll use an example for me. In my previous relationship, I was very, 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 very insecure. And actually, I didn't even talk about this on a video. I'll talk about this now uh, on the podcast. But I was projecting onto my partner what I knew about myself. And I'm going off topic here, but I wanted to cover this while it was forefront of mind because I've got the other stuff written down in the show notes. But I was projecting on my partner things that I knew about myself that weren't true about her, right? I believed that she was being sly I believed that she was being or potentially cheating because I knew I was doing that I would show up I would look her in the eyes and say you know I love you I'm faithful all this sort of stuff knowing full well that I was being a cheeky cunt behind the scenes and because I wasn't acknowledging it because it was a lie I always looked at her as if she would do the same. Like if I could possibly do that to someone, then why couldn't she do it to me? And it's not a fun place to live, Jensen. Some of you may understand it. Others may not. And others may be going, how could you do that? And I'm just sharing my own experience and I want to you know, share. There's no justification of the action. I think if we don't talk about these things, though, people who do experience this, people who do go through this will never be able to, sorry, or may never be able to stop it before it's too late. And I think, you know, if I had a daughter, I would want men who are men of value, like you gents who are listening, who show up, put the work in, acknowledge where you're at fault and fucking strive to be better because none of us get a roadmap to how to be a decent man. And what I perceive to be a decent man may be different to you and I'm that's completely okay. But as long as, you know, we're not harming other people and we're living fulfilled lives of happiness and love and ultimately purpose, then that's what I want for you guys and that's what I want for myself and everyone that I come into contact with. So, you know, we go back to why I was acting in that way and I projected that onto my partner because I knew I was doing that in the background and, you know, obviously it came to a head and my relationship fell apart. But somehow, you know, when when that relationship fell apart, it was that moment where I was left scratching my head going, Why would I ruin something that was the best thing that ever happened to me? And all of a sudden, my perspective shifted on it. Like prior to that, I was portraying and projecting all these other things like, you know, she's cheating on me. Maybe uh, she's seeing someone else. I'm not good enough. All those sorts of things. But the moment it was gone, the moment it was gone, my perspective shifted and I realized what I had lost. Right, I re- I was heartbroken and I would do anything to have got that back. And somehow I got a second chance, gents. And I was very aware that, you know, I couldn't act the way that I was acting. I couldn't do the things that broke the relationship before and I had to really work my ass off to, to rebuild it. 
And unfortunately, because I was looking externally, because I was looking at trying to keep her happy and looking still for the validation and the of her and other people, I was still neglecting what was missing inside. So, you know, after a while, after the the storm weathered, so to speak, those insecurities reared their head again. And what do you think happened? Because I hadn't addressed the things that had caused me troubles in the past, I'd put my head in the sand and hope that they would just go away because I'd been given a second chance. They came back. And the same thing happened, but this time I didn't get a second chance. I didn't fucking deserve one. And I was left on the outside wishing I'd never done it and questioning what the fuck would I do something like that for, even for a second time. And it took me a a long time before I realized that I had to acknowledge things within myself. I was a jealous person and I was jealous because I didn't feel worthy, I didn't feel good enough. And... I didn't feel valued and this was all a reflection on how I perceived myself, how my opinion of myself. But if I don't feel worthy, I can't expect other people to make me feel worthy. Yeah, if people do by chance give me praise or um, you know, when a relationship's starting, you, everyone spends their time together and it's your core focus and you do feel great, you do feel worthy, but life happens, right? And when life happens, people's priorities focus, uh, shift and maybe we don't feel the same amount of validation. Maybe we don't feel as recognized or valued. And it's not because we aren't. It's because there are other priorities and other things happening in both our life as individuals and also your partner's life. And that's completely okay. And because most of us rely on that as, I guess, our measurement stick as to what is working well for us in the relationship or the, the depth of love in it, if that starts to reel back and the validation stops coming, the, the significance or the recognition stops coming, then we go, mm. or for me, I know my default response was, this relationship's fucked. What's happening? Is there another guy? Is she going to break up with me? And we know what happens when our mind starts this, this little story, right? It, it it amplifies it and echoes it and to a point where it becomes almost unbearable. And you know, for some of us, we might try to drown that noise out through drinking alcohol or recreational drug use, or we might find other women to validate ourselves. And all of those things are not the answer. I tried all of them. Fucking hell, I gave them a cracking nudge. But what happened when I woke up the next morning, I felt even worse. I had the guilt of the way I'd acted and behave. I had a fucking genuine come down from the bloody pills I'd popped the night before, the lines I'd racked the night before. And then I had to go back to the relationship, which I wasn't feeling good in. So it was a clusterfuck. So <clears throat> what, you know, I guess that's a few things that cause it. But when I got out of that relationship, I moved into my next relationship, you know, 18 months later or, or however long it was. And, you know, for those who know my uh, fiance now is, you know, just before I got with her, probably six months after I started dating my fiance, their song Geronimo took off and it was a worldwide smash hit um, for music. And being a guy who was only just really starting to acknowledge how I thought, act and behaved and 
really starting to look at myself in the mirror and understand that there were some issues there. There was low self-esteem. I, I, I lacked direction. And I just didn't love myself. And I feel like Amy's career took off at probably or it really tested how badly I fucking was doing the work because as her career skyrocketed, you know, she was going on Jimmy Fallon. She was playing some of the biggest festivals in the world um, and doing things like this. I was left sitting there going, am I good enough for her? Is she going to find someone better? Surely she'll find someone better. I'm not a star. I'm not famous. I'm just your everyday Joe Blow who can't even fucking keep down a job. And that continued to play through my head whenever she would go on tour. I was waiting the phone calls. I was really, really self-conscious and I was fucking jealous. And based on the previous experiences that I'd had, I knew that if I'd acted in the way that I had previously, I was going to ruin it anyway. And I wanted to give myself the best shot at this relationship. So what I knew I needed to do was look at myself. And it was fortunately around that period... uh, that this whole journey started essentially, you know, I got given that book by a friend and I started network marketing. I found a bit of purpose, but that purpose really encouraged me and empowered me to be the best version of myself. Right? I started questioning why I was jealous, right? It, it helped me ask, you know, what is missing? Why do I not feel good enough? What has to happen in order for me to feel good enough? What is the worst possible case scenario? If she does leave me, is it because I'm a bad person or is it because, you know, we're just not compatible? And um, fuck me, the, the, be- the better questions you can ask, gents, <clears throat> and the better answers you can come up, wow, you will really start to understand yourself. And I really believe the quality of your life comes down to the questions that you ask and the answers that you give for yourself. And don't think because you've answered it once that you're done. You haven't. You're just scratching the fucking service, service, surface. It's like a muscle. The more you do it, the better you get at asking questions, the better you get at answering honestly. So from that that standpoint, as I started to create purpose for myself, I started to understand myself. I started to realize that you know, there was a lot of hurt. There was a lot of jealousy. There was a lot of these things popping up and rearing their heads. And as a result of that, I started questioning, does my partner really love me? And I thought about ways that I had acted in relation to that in the past. And because that hurt me to think about, often I would act in a way that would hurt them back. So I could almost hurt them before I got hurt myself. It was like a defense fucking mechanism. Weird shit. But I realized that I didn't want to do that because I cared about my partner. I really, really, really wanted it to work. And that gave me the drive to go, okay, well, I'm going to prove not to her, but to myself that I'm worthy. Because if I can prove to myself that I'm worthy, there's nothing to be jealous about. Because if she walks away from me, she's an idiot. And for some of us, you know, I grow up, I am in Australia. And there's a thing called tall poppy syndrome, right? Where it's the person who stands out the most or maybe gets the most recognition is essentially the tallest poppy. And it's with that tall poppy that that's the one we want to chop down first, right? That's the one we want to... break away and for a lot of people that can hold us back from wanting to stand out that can hold us back from wanting to uh, recognize ourselves because like I don't want to be arrogant I don't want to be chopped down by everyone else but I knew that I needed to because I was more comfortable being chopped down from fucking haters out there and some of you guys who are listening to this who are watching this whether you're on YouTube or Spotify or Apple have chopped me down in the past 
There's plenty of people who cut me down and continue to cut me down, and some have now joined and got on board with what I do. Others have not because they don't need it, but they just respect it. And then there's still people who fucking throw stones, right? And that's a whole different range of insecurities. But let's look at <clears throat> let's look at just just uh, talking about the relationships. So I knew that okay, if insecurity is something that I struggle with. What would the opposite of that be for me? And it's, it's confidence, self-worth. So I, I you know, gave myself the, the task of learning to value who I am as an individual and changing my perception of myself, changing my opinion of myself. How would I need to be or who would I need to become in order for someone like, you know, famous, that I built this whole fucking facade around it, which is not true, and I'll talk about that on another podcast, but how would I need to be? And originally, I went, I needed to be successful. I needed to have a lot of money, and I did that for a few years, guys. I, I'm not going to talk about that <coughs> a whole heap in this podcast, but I did that for a while. And what I realized, because I was dead broke with Amy for three, four, uh, let's say three years, we were together, she continued to stand by me, she continued to stand by me, she continued to invest in me. And that really highlighted to me that there's more than just fame. There's more than just what social media or the media portrays that we need to be as men, right? On, uh, you know, we need to have that washboard abs. We need to drive nice cars. We need to have status. That's all bullshit. And it's, it's happened in my own life that I know that, I, that to be true. If you're with someone who thinks that way, fuck them off, right? They're not a good fit for you. I guarantee you they're not a good fit for you because if you're listening to this and you're continuing to show up and listen to the Man at Camp Project, you're someone who values yourself. You're someone who wants purpose. You're someone who wants what um, many of us want is the love and connection. You're not going to find that in people who value you or judge you based on your materialistic possessions or status. Fuck that off. So when I found that to be true, I said, okay, well, I didn't say this out loud. I just started asking my questions. Why is she sticking around? What is it? I started to realize that I hadn't been jealous. I'd been so focused on being the best version of myself, which enabled me to be happier. It enabled me to make the relationship more fulfilling, Ask, you know, treat her in a way that maybe she hadn't been treated by men before. And I never set out to do that. Like initially, I just thought, okay, well, if I don't want to be insecure and jealous, I want to be the opposite of that. And I really just focus on that for myself. And as a ripple effect, that allowed me to be a great partner, a great business owner, and all these things that have rippled off the back of that. And this is why I talk about uh, taking ownership, gents. I talk about improving your self-awareness, your, increasing your emotional intelligence and leading through action, right? My, the thing is, you know, lead through action, Inspire through in, in authenticity and empower through vulnerability. <clears throat> and I've done all of that in my own life and it's helped me build an incredible business. It's helped me build one of the most incredible relationships that I've ever been a part of and I get to watch unfold firsthand. And it's not all rainbows and fucking butterflies. I'll give you that hot tip. There's moments where I, I'm challenged with what I need to, you know, conversations that I need to have. I'm challenged with you know, insecurity still pops up because when I stop working on things, when I stop flexing that muscle, what do you think raises its head again? Everything that the fucking media throws at us or people ask you. People ask me all the time, what's it like dating a celebrity or a famous person? Do they get hit on? Do you worry that they're going to leave you for someone else? 
And even if they make jokes about it, it still plays on your fucking mind. Like, I'm not going to just go, I'm rock solid bulletproof. It does. And that just reminds me why I need to double down on myself, on the internal stuff, understanding who I am, understanding my value, revisiting what I love about myself. Because if I neglect it, I'm going to start listening to what's out there. And what is out there, and for those who aren't watching the YouTube Listen to the podcast, I'm pointing out the fucking window. I'm talking about people's judgments, comparison, the media, Instagram. Right? It's a fucking battlefield out there <laughs> with all of that sort of stuff. And if we don't focus on the right things, we'll lose the fucking plot. And I know from all the guys who are listening to or watching this that I've connected with, you're good people. You may have made mistakes, but it doesn't define who you are. You may have allowed jealousy to ruin a relationship in the past, but I know that you're prepared to learn from that. And I've shared some of what you know I've learned from my own experiences, right? And some things to sort of take away. <clears throat> if I could give you some dot points, right? Just looking at these show notes here, it's like we need to continue to affirm our own values and what we love about ourselves. We we need to validate ourselves. So that's why meditation or journaling or saying things into the mirror, as weird as that may sound or cliche as that may sound, it fucking works. And if you don't do it, then when are you going to do it? I ask you that question. Challenge your negative thoughts, right? We all have them. Every single day I have them. But if they become a chronic problem and chronic means that they don't fuck off after a day or two, I challenge them. What's the validity to this? Where's the truth to this? And generally, I'll find that there isn't. I like to write it out because your brain can still win. Like if you're having those conversations in your head, more often than not, it's going to win. So I like to write it out because when I read it, I can have a good laugh about how fucking ridiculous half the shit that I tell myself is. Right? So that's the important parts, guys. And it's, you know, the personal story there and how I've experienced it. And, you know, there's plenty more, but I don't want to keep you here all day. I hope you get back and enjoy the day. But you know, there's some important things, guys. Insecurities are a real thing. We all experience them. The more we talk about them, and even if you want to share them with me, guys, slide into my uh, Instagram DMs, or if you're in the Facebook group, drop into my messages, or, or even do a post about what you what you learn about this episode. Because I love connecting with you guys, and I learn just as much from you guys and your experiences as maybe you do from this podcast. So, if you love these episodes, guys, if you love this podcast or just what we do at the Man That Can Project. It would really help me out if you guys shared this episode, whether it's on your social medias, tag me, but just even with two mates that you feel would get value from this, right? This, what I'm doing here, what the Man That Can Project is, does not grow without you guys. I appreciate every bit of support you give uh, and without you guys, it wouldn't be where we are today. So thank you for, for sticking around. Thank you for the messages and thank you for helping us get to where we are. Truly appreciate it. Get out there and be men of value. Lead through your actions inspire through your authenticity and power through your vulnerability. Thank you for listening to the Man That Can Project podcast. My name is Lockie Stewart and I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes. We'll see you again next time.